Welcome to the LSAT Habits Podcast, where in each episode we present key habits you can master to study smarter, save time, and raise your LSAT score. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. One thing that happens after years of uh, working with students on the LSAT or on their admissions application, every once in a while, we'll come up to this scenario with a student where they're working as a legal assistant or paralegal, and they're not crazy about it, but they feel like they have to in order to uh, have a solid application for law school. And the the purpose of this episode is just to clear some things up. Let me just say up front, if you uh, are working as a legal assistant or a paralegal, that's excellent. And I think that it's actually something that's quite important to make sure you want to go to law school. There are a number of ways to go about doing that. But yeah, I think it's especially important to get a really know what the day-to-day is like. And I'm not saying that every, um, certainly not saying that every experience as a legal assistant or paralegal is going to be representative of what your life would be like as a lawyer, uh, right? There's plenty of gray area and, right, every experience is different, but you'll be in the field, right? You'll be in the office. You'll see what the day-to-day is like. And certainly you could practice in a different area, you'll have a sense of things. And I do think that's important. The reason I'm bringing this up, however, is a lot of students will at some point say, well, gee, I'm I'm studying for the LSAT here, but I spend so much time at this job and it's, it's really taking away from my time to study. Or, hey, I want to get this application out, but I really, I'm working at this, in this position. Now, Now, a couple of points, right? Like, certainly if, if, overall, this job you're working is important for you, then keep it. And I'm certainly not saying to ditch your responsibilities at all. But there are a lot of times where a student is in a gray area where they're at a position that they can give them notice on, but they're not feeling like they, and they're not feeling like they want to be there. They're wondering if they should be there. Again, they can give them adequate notice, always right to do the right thing. Um, But you know, they're having questions about it, but they stick around in a position as a legal assistant or paralegal because they feel, well, I need this for my application to law school. So I want to be, um, (laughs) I want to be careful about this. I'm not saying that it's not helpful. I went through that effort before to say to you, I think it can be quite helpful, especially to make sure this is what you want to do. Um, and again, it's not one experience is not representative of all experiences as a lawyer, but some people are putting themselves in a position where they're studying for the LSAT or working on their application and spending extra time in a legal office when they don't need to be. And they, they're doing it because they feel like they have to. You do not need this for your application. 
you can apply and never have worked as a legal assistant. You can be accepted to top schools and never have worked as a legal assistant. The only thing I would caution you is, hey, make sure this is what you want to do. Because a lot of people get into a lot of great schools and they decide, mm, I don't know if I want to do this. But in preparation for law school, you don't necessarily need this, right? And so if your time is understandably precious because you're prepping for the exam and or you're working on your application and you have the option of not working or working less, particularly as a legal assistant, if you have that option, and again, I want you to be responsible. If you need to give notice, give proper notice, do the right thing. Don't feel like you have to stay in a position like this. I've had students, and I the reason I'm having this episode is I've had too many students who've been like, yeah, I'm doing this, but I feel like I never get time to do this other stuff for the LSAT or for my admissions. And I'm, you know, I don't even want to work in this field, but I want to get that experience because blah, 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 this field of law. And they're putting themselves through, uh, needless effort in an area that's not going to serve them as well. And my advice to them is usually, hey, again, do the right thing. If you're there, you have a responsibility, give adequate notice. But if you, if this is getting in the way, you know, maybe take some time off. Or if you're not happy there, maybe quit. Um, now, again, right, do the right thing, give notice course and i'm not saying to just not do this but if someone is studying for the exam and they're doing this because well gee i got to do all these things i have to i have to i have to and not well i'm choosing to do this or whatever and if, and if it's not something you need to pay the bills then maybe don't spread yourself as thing you have choices again let me get at the heart of this i've been dancing around this a little bit because i want to be careful and not telling everyone to go out and quit at all. If you like this and if it's right for you and you're in a good position, cool. But if you feel like, hey, I don't necessarily have to be doing this for money, uh, I can give adequate notice, and I really could use more time studying for the LSAT or admissions, don't let the I have to hold you back and make you stay in a position as a legal assistant or in an internship when, frankly, you know, if it's about looking good for law school, I mean, obviously, we want to make this as, you know, we want to make this as real as possible. You don't want to just do things for the sake of doing them. But if you really do care about what the factors that admissions people care about, hey, it's primarily LSAT score GPA, LSAT score GPA. It's not like they're going to sit there and be like, well, this person never did a legal internship, even though they've got all the numbers right. And I really like their application and they've got all these other things going for them. I'm going to deny them for this reason. Now, I'm not saying that these things don't count, but at the end of the day, it is not the most effective thing you could be spending your time on. If your goal is, I really want to make a difference when the admissions committee sees my application. If that's the case, then I say, right, make sure your LSAT score is as high as possible. Your GPA, of course, right? But if you're past that, your last semester or your GPA is baked into the cake, right? then you want to focus on other factors. And again, if you enjoy working at your legal internship or your, excuse me, your, your legal assistant or as a paralegal, excellent, cool. But I've seen a lot of students who are like, I have 
to do this. So I'm doing this and I'm at a place I don't want to be at. Some students have been like, well, I've been actually doing this for two years at this one place. Now I'm at this new place and I don't like it. I don't have to do it, but I don't want this gap for a month or two, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to do this. If you want to do this, cool. But again, it's not a have to necessarily. So keep that in mind. Don't fall into this thing where I have to be at my my, my, my job as a paralegal if I want to show them I'm going to be a great lawyer. A um, couple of other points, right? Like, let's, let's back up for a second. What is important? I'm going to put guesstimate numbers on here because these things can vary and there's no perfect science. But the vast majority, right, of, of, of your admission is based on two factors. LSAT, GPA. LSAT GPA, right? And, and, and if we say 90% of it, 80% of it, 75% of it is split between the two. Cool. And again, I'm giving you guesstimate numbers. So there's gray area here, right? But the vast majority is split between LSAT GPA. Depending on the school, depending on the situation, depending on who you talk to, they might say, okay, one more than the other. I mean, I say again, right? Like I'd split that majority almost evenly, give or take, between LSAT GPA. Again, depends on the school, the circumstances, um, right? But that's where you want to spend your time. Now, again, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably at a place where, uh, hey, a good chunk of my GPA, if not all of it, is already set. So what do I have control over? My LSAT score. Okay, if I'm done with the LSAT, then my admissions. I work with you all on both of them. Um, but again, focus on what you have control over. And, you know, after, right, LSAT GPA, then there's application, right? And the bulk of it roughly is personal statement, to some extent other factors, you know, but the bulk of it is your personal statement. And again, there are some other factors, right? But the vast majority of it, LSAT GPA. So anyone out listening there, if you have a choice and you're like, gee, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about leaving this position, but I don't know how that'll look on my resume. Hey, you know, and again, you could also take time off, be reasonable, work with your bosses, right? but you don't have to be a paralegal or legal assistant to apply to law school. And you don't have to do this for your application to look good. At the end of the day, I think you're better off with a higher LSAT score, higher GPA and overall better application than you are with this line on your resume that says, I was working as a paralegal from X amount of time or a legal assistant. Again, these are good things, right? But they're not the biggest factors. Now, let me say one other thing, though, because I'm certainly not knocking working as a legal assistant or a paralegal. I'm just saying to do it to serve you properly and, of course, be responsible to your employers. On the other hand, right, I think there's a really great case to be made for working as a paralegal or legal assistant. Because you want to make sure that this environment is right for you, even if it's not in the exact area of law that you practice or end up practicing. And again, right, there's plenty to explore. You could always change your mind. People decide after, you know, a summer somewhere that they're going to go into a different area of the law. That's fine, right? But the, there really is value in making sure that you like this. Now, again, don't feel like if I hate this one experience, that means that this is all bad for me, but this can be valuable. This can be valuable. Hey, you know, you know what a great example is? It's about doing things at the right time. So if someone is 
getting ready for law school, right? They've got their GPA, they're done, right? Then they're working on the LSAT, right? And then they're working on their application. And it's not always this linear. Sometimes they can overlap a bit, of course. But, you know, then maybe they submitted their applications. And then maybe, 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 maybe they didn't get to do a legal internship. Maybe now if you have some freedom after you submitted your applications, if you haven't done um, an internship in the legal field or worked as a legal assistant or a paralegal, well, heck, you know, ideally you'll get into these great law schools, but let's make sure that you're going to one that you like and, and that you really do want to be a lawyer. And ideally you do, right? But you've seen a lot, I've seen a lot of people that have changed their minds. So even maybe, right, maybe a good time is, well, gee, now I've gotten everything done. I had a little bit of experience in a legal setting, but I'm a little unsure. I'm going to get these acceptances ideally back. Maybe now, right, when you've got everything in, now's a good time. Maybe, hey, let me try to work as a legal assistant or something. So I do think there's value in it. I really, really do. But in terms of prioritizing what you need to maximize for your application, right, LSAT, GPA, LSAT score, GPA, then, of course, your application. And, right, prioritize that. But don't feel like you have to be in a position as a legal assistant or a paralegal. Um, and certainly if you are in one and it's working for you, great. But I mean, again, I've had student, I've had a student one time, she told me, hey, I've been working as a legal assistant for two years. And now I'm at this other job and I have, I could give them two weeks notice and I really would like to focus on some other things from my application on the LSAT, but I'm going to, I don't know, I have this gap in my resume and if, if, if I leave for a little bit, even though I could afford to, and I'm thinking, wait, you already have two years as a legal assistant. Even if you're worried about how this looks on your application, which I don't think you need to for all the reasons I said before, you even have that. So please don't obsess about this, right? If you have the time and the ability and you want to work as a legal assistant, excellent, but you don't have to. I do think it can be quite helpful to make sure that this is um, the field for you. But if you have some leeway and you feel like that time might be better spent prepping or working on your application, you can do that. So again, I just wanted to dispel a common theme that I've seen over and over again in working with well-meaning students and I, I want to serve you properly. So keep that in mind. Let me clarify for the last time of Jimmy repeating himself. I am not saying don't do a legal internship or work as a legal assistant or a paralegal. I'm only saying right? Do it if it's right for you and at the right time. And it's not a must for applying to law school. Probably is a good idea at some point to make sure this is right for you, but don't feel like you have to if you have leeway and that time is better spent working on your application or the LSAT or what have you. Thank you for listening. One tip to use your time with this podcast effectively. Take a look at the list of previous episodes they're named by topic, so you can prioritize your listening based on specific areas where you need help the most. Again, I'm your host, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Please do subscribe to the LSAT Habits Podcast and share these episodes with friends. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, feel free to reach out to me and check out my website. Again, it's JDLSAT.com. That's JD. LSAT.com.